Broadcasting worldwide online 24-7. It's Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. station. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another great episode of PK and Checkled. I'm your host, Makawa Katide, and today I have a friend of mine. You know, I remember, you know, there's people that are constantly, that just come back into your life, like 1980, <laughs> 2000. Yeah. So, and... Um, my guest today, okay, let me tell you his name. His name is Ubaba Ulinda. Should I say Prada Linda Zala or Baba Linda Zala? I, I don't know. I don't know. I just say Linda Zala. Eh? I don't okay. own. I own one of the titles, not both. No, oh, okay, okay, okay. But you must. You must. The clock is ticking, okay. brother. <laughs> anyway, so I've always known uh, Ulinda. You know, we've uh, we've we've had many interactions. We have mutual friends and. One day, I noticed a post on his uh, Facebook page with the hashtag Heal Brother Heal. And I started tracking it. So I started tracking the content to see what the discussion is about. And it hit home. It, it really, really hit home that, you know, in, in all these things, this these problems that are happening in the world the pandemic and all these things men men's men first of all men's mental health is not up for discussion so we might be suffering um you know we might be going through the most but we cannot show the world you know and most of us are angry you understand most most of us are hurting from whatever's hurting us, but we cannot say anything because yeah. some are dead. And when I, I saw that hashtag heal brother heal, I was like, nah, man, I have to get this man on the show. Tell us what the movement's about. Um, you know, because I believe that let me tell you that the highest suicide rate yeah. in South Africa is men. And we're not talking about people that that showed evidence that they're struggling. No, 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 no. Tomorrow, I, you know, I might snap and commit suicide. So, Bablinda, uh, let, let's take a we're gonna take a quick break. And after the break, we just we just shoot. You tell me what Hill Brother, uh, what Hill Brother Hill is about, and uh, we'll we'll have discussions on on the you know men's mental health. Um, you know, uh, physical well-being, you know, and all, and all that. Would, as a matter of fact, today we're talking everything male, without being chauvinistic and patriarchal. So see you after the break. Yeah. Hi, this is Dr. Angosi Mafuta. Catch me with Zakeles Banyoni on the Health and Wellness Talk Show every Wednesday, just after ten. Hi there, this is Samohanguna. Catch me every day just after 3 p.m. for Voka Sports Hour, where we speak everything sports only on Voka Online Radio. See you there. Please see you there. Hi, this is Dumisani Makalela, and you are listening to Voga Online Radio. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Voga Online.
Welcome back to PK Unshackled. I am your host, your favorite PK, <laughs> Makau Katide. Uh, I'm joined by Ubaba Ulinda. Why are you laughing? I, I'm the world's, I'm the world's favorite PK. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm joined by Ulinda Zad. Linda, heal, brother, heal. Tell me all about it, bro. Not all about it. I know it's it's, it's uh, yeah. yeah, but you, you, your interpretation of heal, brother, heal. So thank you, Meg, for for having me on your show. And um, wow, heal, brother, heal is is a movement that's currently happening in America, and something that I was made aware by a female friend, and um, she was healing or healing from a divorce, and she came across this content by men for men and she started sharing it with me and I've been consuming it on a daily basis and what it has made me uh, aware of is my own internal battles my own internal um, you know problems or areas that I'm affected in that I've been shelving and you know these guys when they talk about the Heal Brother Heal movement is for them to get better so that they can be better fathers, better brothers, better husbands, better citizens in this community. Because as you mentioned earlier, we are angry uh, and we express our anger in different ways. And hence the high level of suicide, as you mentioned earlier, is when we feel incompetent, when we feel um, as if we are unable to provide. Um, like our backs are against the wall there's no plan B there's no plan C, D count all the alphabet uh, all the letters in the alphabet and we think in our mind um, this is the end of the road what do we do? we kill ourselves so these guys are on a movement to say let us heal heal from past wounds heal from the present wounds heal so that when we face any other challenge in the future we've put proper systems in place that will help us to manage those crises that we have as individuals and as a as, and as a people or as men in general so that's what the movement basically is all about okay now i understand the movement now what impact has this had on you okay let me let me tell you about me right um i was married to a, to, to a very uh, an amazing lady right and then uh, that ended and it hurt first of all i was mad at god like god you know what do your job you know you can't you can't let me save you and the one thing that's important to me vanishes <laughs> and i was also angry at myself for not doing more right now number three i was angry at the male figures around me for not giving me the support because they they didn't know what to say you know and that worries me yeah that we are vocal about politics about sex and sex positions and but we cannot discuss things men to men and we cannot not only that we cannot discuss things that would heal us men to men for example for example, me and you, we've never discussed it meant to men. We've okay. spoken about a lot of things. You understand? Now, why do you think 
society is is like that especially ours especially ours mm. why do you think that your healing and my healing are not top of the of the agenda we are last today we are last yeah yeah so yeah we make it's the same question i've been asking myself for a while and i can't give you a straight answer on this one because i think it varies with people but i think our biggest problem is generational because your dad didn't do it his dad dad didn't do it his dad 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 did not do it and from back back then and tina as men we are creatures of habit we emulate a behavior that esibonai and is kubekangayo because your dad didn't talk about it you just generally don't talk about it because men in your circle don't talk about it there's no need to talk about it so our our systems or it registers it in our subconscious mindset it's an unnecessary conversation because society says train and what yeah i i i don't understand that uh under the concept because what happens when you can't cleaner what happens when your cleaner is not enough what happens when uh you know you get tired you know it, it is it is frustrating now getting you know, back to a man does not express his emotion go and look for food okay so so uh, sorry i lost you there for a bit but uh, uh, yeah it's fine Carry yeah on. So because it's uncommon in our society and it's a conversation that we've never had and it's a conversation that continues not to be had um it it's not it doesn't seem it's irrelevant you know our circles we don't talk about it generationally we've never spoken about it you go to church we don't talk about it even men's ministry uh, cleaner okay That's the my message friend. that we hear My friend, do you think do you think church is capable? <laughs> no. Church, church, let me tell you this, church cannot address trauma. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, man. That's true. Church is ill equipped to address trauma. We can address all other things, but trauma, no. Boshonelwe nkunkula benawe. Ah ah, I'm hurt. Somebody died. You understand? But anyway, that's a discussion for another day. So, Putlinda. So, you've been posting you know these messages um about you know anything and everything right what's the one experience what's the one experience that you can i mean don't you don't have to tell us or tell us it's up to you but what's the one experience that made you uh reach the point where you say i have a problem mm. i have a problem and i need to face it and i need to heal from it and i need to walk tall from it because Make, you, you have you to know, have that one moment yeah. you have to have that moment yeah. of realization where you say listen uh let me tell you about mine um i i i woke up one day um in 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 in, in the val i lived in the val i woke up one day I was having one of those days I was having one of those thoughts that and there was no one so if I mm. killed myself no one would be there to try and rescue me and what not mm. and uh I thought right so the one thing that I had I've lost 
I am unemployed. You know, I, I, I don't even have a time to phone anyone. And I think I had 60 cents on my phone. And at that moment, I said to myself, before I do what I want to do, let me just write my dad a text and apologize. So I wrote my dad a text saying, Dad, I'm sorry. That's all. And a few moments later, I got a text back from him. He said, whatever, son, you've done is okay. I forgive you. You understand? And I did not know that I was mending the relationship with my own father. But just sending a simple, by admitting that at some point, I, I, the disconnection with my dad was the problem. You understand? So that's my story. Sorry, carry on with your story. Elmek, um, I can relate. I, I was unemployed at home as well, living with both my parents. And I was just angry, you know? Um, angry, bitter. As much as I'm a good guy, in society, everybody knows me. But when Put I'm by myself, when I'm at home, <laughs> Put my know, when I'm home by myself, I'm angry. So I started to look and ask myself, what happened? You know, and I realized, Wuti, because I've never been appreciated by my own father, never been um, recognized by my own father. I mean, yeah. from the smallest of things, and or even at primary school, you know how it is with multiracial schools, uh, uh, you know, on the field and is encouraging his son to play. When your dad is not there, you can't even, when you get home, you don't even get that question, you would say, how was the, how was the game? You know, but I realized this when I was um, at home unemployed and things were really bad and I felt like an epic failure. Okay. And not even. Pause there. Pause there. Pause there. Let's take a quick break. After the break, we will discuss this epic failure notion because I felt like that. I felt I'd failed everything about my life. So let's take a quick break and then we'll, we'll break it down. What What is an epic fail, failure and why did we feel like epic failures? We might not have been, but anyway, after the break. How do you know the life or personal coach you're about to work with is who they say they are? How do you know if they can do the job? At the Africa Board for Coaching, Consulting and Coaching Psychology, we can tell you. So before you share your secrets and spend your money, check with us first. Visit www.abccp.com or call us on 012-751-7608. The ABCCP, the professional body for coaches. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. It's Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. station. Welcome back and thank you for joining us on PK and Shackled. Only and exclusively on Vuga Online Radio. Uh, by the way, uh, you can download our app on the App Stores and I think the iStore. So yeah, uh, if you want to join us on this show and uh, many other shows that bring you inspiration, 
you can download our app on App Store. So, Bablin, before the break, we were talking about, or you were talking about, you felt like an epic failure. Mm. Now, that seems to be a universal thing that a lot of men go through. And I'm glad I'm having this discussion with somebody who's more or less my age. Uh, because you know, you, st- you, you and that's why I say some some instances the church misses the misses us. You understand? Because they still talk from a father son relationship, not a man to man. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm you know, in our forties, but uh, <laughs> like, so that's where they miss it. Now, the epic failure notion, right? Um, I can tell you that there are millionaires, multi-millionaires whose wives and kids don't lack anything. They don't need, they don't want. Everything is there. But they still feel like epic failures. And I cannot talk for other races. I've never been any other. You know, I'm I'm a, you know, African Zulu boy. And you know the notion you to clean or Listen, I know prayer is a solution to a lot of things, but if you still don't face your problems, they'll still be there. They'll still they'll still be there. So this epic failure notion, what what can you say about it? How how did you feel mentally, physically? How how did you feel? Oh, man, I can't even describe it, you know, because the, the, maybe let me answer it this way. Society has a timeline for men. You, grad, you pass your, uh, your, your different grades, you go to tertiary, you graduate. Once you graduate, you must get a job. And when you get a job, you must work. And when you work, you must provide. So there's a set life that men must have. And when you don't have that in check by a certain age, so in your 20s, if you don't have that figured out, you are started to be seen as a failure because Mac can't provide, Ulinda can't provide. You can't get your own place because that's how our parents grew up. But after high school, if they went to tertiary was a blessing, if they got a job, if they mean and they were, the first thing they were told, I'm going to you your because you're what? You're a man. So your manhood was described based on the possessions that you had. And at that point, I'm at home. I am in my parents' house. I don't have a car. I don't have a salary. I don't have money. Okay. My own father does not acknowledge me as a man. So my opinion does not matter to him. It means if there's something that needs to be done in the house, I don't have a say. Because why? I am not a man in his eyes. So I felt like a failure that my mom, yes, gives me money. The young niggas can't go to groceries. She, she's empowering me, you know, and not saying, no, stay in your room the day you are fine. 
you'll be okay. But from my own father to sit me down and say, look, this is a journey, this is life. Sometimes things work, sometimes they don't work. But because I was not acknowledged by him, I felt like an epic failure. And all my life, as a young person or as a child, you grow up needing that approval from your father. Let's, let's just take it back to scripture. When Jesus Christ was being baptized by John the Baptist, what's the first words that come from heaven? This is my son, whom I am well pleased in. That's an approval. That's an approval that set Jesus. One day, maybe when we get to heaven, we'll have an emotional conversation with Jesus and ask him, how did he feel when his father approved of him? But for you yourself, Max, I'm sure the day that your father responded to your text and said, whatever you did, I am proud of you. You know, I forgive you. And that, I'm sure emotionally to you, that did you a world of good. And that's the reason why you're here today and you didn't take your life. Imagine if your dad responded and said, uh, Meg, uh, you're a failure. I thought you would do better. How would you have felt? You know, maybe we wouldn't even be knowing Mac today. We wouldn't be having this conversation because you would have, anxiety would have given you that confirmation that you needed to say your role on earth is invalid. You're no longer needed here. So you might as well go. Hence why we still have this uh, high level of suicide among men. Yes, for various reasons. But I believe that without that approval from our own fathers, will continuously feel like failure. Now, this approval, this acknowledgement, um, now th- this this is something else. So I got, I'm, 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 I'm good friends with my dad now. We, we, we spend a lot of time together. We chat, we, we do a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm doing his biography, by the way. So I've, I've, I've received the approval from him. But society still thinks, yo, lo mtuanaka kati the footy wins and amatreds. Yo, you know, um, I didn't marry in in, in in the Pentecostal church. You know, I I I believe love is love. You know, this notion of which you must marry in church nonsense, man, nonsense. The uh, the rate of divorce in the church is extremely yeah. high. So yeah. yeah, um, so I still need. Well, I don't need it, but there's still that lack of approval from society. And another another problem is, if I was somebody else, that would break. That would break me. That mm. you know, society accepts my dad, what and all, but you know, me, uh, you know, uh, they don't. They don't because I am not him. I will never measure up to him. I will never do the great work that he has done. You understand? So, the pressure is not only in the nucleus family. It also, you know, yeah. society as a whole. Church as a whole, you understand? Um, I, I, I spend a lot of time with, with young pastors, you know. Uh, and you realize that the veil of, 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 um, of that communication is still there. You know, they don't talk. They don't talk. It's easy yeah. for... For young pastors, especially PKs, you understand, to sit with their fathers and discuss Bibles, and discuss, oh, you know, movement of the Holy Spirit. But you never say, Dad, um, 
you know, um, you have never said to me, you're proud of me. Never. Never. And we're not saying fathers should be, you know, buy us expensive cars to show that. No, the words, the words that they embrace. Yeah. Now, I, I force a hug out of my dad. I hug him. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hug him. You know, we, we have created this uh, Hollywood uh, superhero, uh, Fabiani wearing uh, Gucci uh, deodorant, you know, clad, you know, cleanly shaven, uh, manicured beard type of masculinity that does not work in real life. For example, if your own parents don't acknowledge you, Linda, right? And your wife rejects you as well. What's going to happen? Uh, you kill yourself, bro. Straight. Either you kill yourself or you go back into the world and you live a promiscuous life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You live you'll a reckless you You'll go and seek it from somewhere and you'll find girls that will approve of you. Now, now let's let, let me ask you this. In your healing, right? Was it your decision to say, you know what? I'm in this rut. I'm in this position. I'm in this uh, scenario. Uh, I'm going to to live, right? Or was it an external force? Because the notion and the belief in in many circles is that, especially in the Christian movement, is that uh, when you are in problems, whatnot you don't have the power to get out of it is the holy spirit they can say that but i believe the initiator of you know i mean you chose yeah. jesus over the devil so you are the initiator how how did you say you know what i need i need to what was the the catalyst and i'll, I'll ask you i'll tell you why i asked that question what was the catalyst what 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 Drew the line out. No, I need to do something. Meg, you know, I looked at multiple relationships that I had. Mm. Um, so I had started relationships, ended relationships, started relationships, ended relationships, started relationships, ended relationships. And I got to the point and I said, Linda, whoa, we're not progressing. La. There's a reason why cycle Ella you know and when a one lady I was dating when we spoke again and umzwana she said to me Linda break 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 let's take a break let's take a break all right, let's take a quick break. See you after the break. The home of inspiration every every day. Most people give up on themselves easily. You know the human spirit is powerful. From news. Countries across the globe have been hit by the COVID-19 virus. Views. There's a global trend uh, to see an increase in GBV incidences, specifically domestic violence. 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 Sports. What do you say? And music to inspire you every day. 
This is Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. station. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Vuga Online. All right, welcome back uh, to Piki and Shackled Igamoma Kawewa Katide, and uh, I'm chilling with Ubaba Ulinda. I'm going to call you Baba now. Kind of you are prophesying. I see her. I see her. I see her. She's coming. <laughs> coming in a Range Rover. <laughs> okay, Nanam. Yeah. What's the way? What's the way forward? So, so you know what? I feel that guys like you and me should unite and start our own forum. I appreciate what the American guys are doing, but let's start something because you know not everyone will understand the Hill Brother Hill. So um, we need to start a conversation that's distinctly South African that addresses a South African population. So, because I'm really passionate about this, I'm passionate about young people, and I'm passionate about men's mental and emotional health. Um, in closing, what would you like to say, uh, Mac? You know, firstly, like you mentioned before, we went on the break we need to have this conversation. So for me right now, I'm starting to share on Facebook these different comments and asking different questions and saying uncomfortable truth. And what's amazing is that those truths are liked more by women than men, but I know men read them. So I know that inside, he's burning, he's burning. But he's burning so so um, I'm, I'm hoping to, to, to do the same. I will be starting a platform soon, um, you know, continuing with the hashtag Heal Brother Heal and having different conversations on this, uh, conversations around marriage, premarital counseling, but that's geared to helping men prepare for marriage, healing before they get to marriage. Not, you know, but having conversations on divorce. Uh, what's the impact of divorce? on you as a man. Um, you know, I'll give you an example also of, um, you know, in a marriage, there's two people, men and women. And when the family, let's say you become pregnant and the wife, uh, there's a miscarriage that happens. We look at the woman and we give the support to the woman, but no one asks Mac, Mac, how do you feel? How does this make you feel? You know, uh, if you're trying to have a baby and the woman you get to the doctor and the doctor says, no, mama, when are you okay? Your eggs are ready, they're fine. But Linda, your sperm count is low. How does that make you feel as a man? You know, and those are important conversations that we need to have and we need to heal so that the generation that comes after us, our kids, our younger brothers, the youth that we have today can catch on to this content, heal and not make the same mistakes that we've made or react the way that we have reacted and hopefully we could be contributing to lowering the stats of GBV and through those conversations we'll heal people so that they can be better young brothers better men better citizens better husbands better in society so that we can be able to advance as black men because the voice that we have between you and I is as black men we don't know any anything else besides being an African. Now, let me ask you this question. Do you think the anger 
is a direct contributor to uh, gender-based violence or South Africa is just a violent nation? Sure. I think it depends on the situation. Generally, South Africa is a violent nation, generally. Uh, but also, in case by case, in a relationship, how you react is based on, you know, a, situ- a trigger that happened and you reacted to it in anger because you know how we are. As soon as you don't have a solution, we're problem solvers as men. If you can't solve this one, you get angry, you don't see a way out. And as okay. soon as you react based on your emotion, Jay, it's done. Okay. Now, in closing, I would like to say uh, thank you for joining us, Babulinda. And uh, men out there, uh, maybe maybe, maybe you want to come on the show and share your story. You know, we not only invite uh, celebrities like Linda Zazla on, on, on the show, <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know, if you have a story that will inspire and impact people and change men's uh, outlook towards life, uh, you know, we're hurting. We are, we are, we are hurting. Mm. You know, I realize that I'm still in the process of healing because I have this show. I've got so many issues and most of those issues are not based on some other fact. The, the fact is that I am angry and where does anger come from? I'm healing and thank you for being part of the journey and thank you for joining us on Picky and Shackled. I am your host, Makaga Katide. See you next time. Adios. <laughs>